Welcome to Side Hustlers University, the ultimate podcast for aspiring entrepreneurs and go-getters who are ready to turn their passions into profitable side hustles. With your hosts, John and Alex. And we are thrilled to be on this journey of building and growing successful side hustles. We'll uncover the secrets to their success and the lessons they've learned along the way. Whether you're looking to generate extra income, pursue your passions, or create a pathway to financial freedom, Side Hustlers University is here to equip you with the knowledge, tools, and strategies needed to thrive in the world of side hustling. It's time to unleash your potential and create the life you've always dreamed of through the power of side hustling. Yo, 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 yo. Welcome to another episode of Hustle Talk, sponsored by Side Hustle University. And today I got a special guest, Mr. Dino Wells, a very, very great person. Uh, and we're going to talk about his acting career. So we got somebody being on the big screen. So, Dino, uh, with no further ado, I'm going to let you give him a little introduction of who you are. Yeah, y'all doing? Name is Dino Wells, or if you can, if you Google me, you see David Dino Wells Jr. That's me. Um, been in the film biz for roughly over 25 years. Um, started off as an extra on uh, Mama Flora's Family. Um, that was a movie with Cicely Tyson and uh, Queen Latifah. Yeah, um, and it was just a uh, Blair Underwood, yeah, Blair Underwood. And I got featured in that as an extra for my first role. And it's so funny because when I wanted to get into acting, before that, I was a, I was a boxer. And um, I was trying to use my boxing career as an avenue to, to get in the film. You know, fight as amateur, turn pro. And then I, and as a professional boxer, I was going to say, hey, I'm a pro boxer, world champion. I don't have to do no auditions. I just go ahead and, you know, get roles given to me or stuff. You know, when you're world champion, you don't have to audition that much. Excuse me. Sir. You don't have to audition that much. You just go in there and do your thing. But um, it didn't happen like that for me. So I just went on ahead and became an uh, extra. But they featured me and Mama Flores family. That was fun. Uh to the career jumped off from there. Okay, cool, cool. So getting started, uh, did you always want to be an actor? I know you mentioned your boxing career, or were you more geared toward boxing, or how did you even come up with the idea of wanting well, to be an actor? When my mom was a, a stage actress or aspiring actress, and I used to see her put her work in, um, then from that point, her putting all the work in and me watching TV a lot and being punished a lot, <laughs> watching television all the time and seeing the actors on TV and seeing how they can portray certain characters, I was like, you know, I can do what they do. So boxing came along because, uh, you know, the kid from the hood, south side of Chicago, uh, West Bank of New Orleans, you know, just living in the slums, the hoods, projects. Just wanted to do something better with myself. And uh, found boxing. My mama dated a, a professional boxer's best friend at one point. And from that point on, I had training from real young in boxing up until they broke up. And I didn't have no boxing anymore until when Sugar Ray Robinson passed away. That's when I decided to uh, 
you know, take try my hand in boxing. So my mama kicked me out, and I said, let me go ahead and do this boxing thing. And came rather good at it, actually. So uh, and just trials and trials the era of life, you know, uh, tribulations of life kind of stripped me away from it. And I was kind of burnt out with all the, you know, the fights I had and the robberies here and there. Not robberies as in me robbing people, me getting robbed victories and things and such forth. And so I just kind of kind of burnt out of boxing. And, and um, just we decided to get back in the film. Well, not get back in the film. Try to get my hand, try my hand in film, I should say, because I always wanted film. So I wanted to try my hand into film and didn't know what to do, didn't know where to go, didn't know where to turn to. My mom and I wasn't really talking like that, so... I found this little extras casting and told them what I what I what I wanted to do and uh and it was still well casting out in Atlanta actually. Kathleen Stillwell. I don't know if she's still alive or not, but she got me my first role and uh, I actually had a choice to be in uh, this movie with Denzel, the football movie. Uh, back Rain in the day. No, it was a football movie. Uh what was that movie? I forgot the name it was it was him. It was like, uh, we took these high schoolers. It was, uh, 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 you know, it was integrated. It was doing integration and all that stuff. I forgot the name of the, the movie, but it was either that or Mama Flores Family. And it was filming that, the football movie down the street from my house. And Mama Flores filmed way in the suburbs of Atlanta, so a suburb out in Atlanta. And I was like, um, I asked Kathleen, what what movie? I mean, what movie is shooting by my house? And she said, uh. Forgot the name of the movie, but it had Denzel and all the football players and stuff like that. I said, "Well, who's in this other movie you were telling me about?" She said, "Cicely Tyson." And I was like, "I want that one because I was always Cicely Tyson was a at that time meant a lot to me, and I wanted to work with her. Denzel was cool too, but I wanted to work with Cicely Tyson, so gotcha. I chose that one. Gotcha. And um, and it was been the best thing. Now remember the Titans. That's the name of the Remember that I just thought about it. Remember the Titans was uh, the movie with Denzel, and I was like, ah, I should have did Remember the Titans, but <laughs> no, nah, I'm glad I did Mama Flores because I got a chance to work with Blair Underwood, Queen Latifah, Cicely Tyson, and then I got a chance to work with Queen Latifah again later on in my career. So that was kind of a good thing too. So let's uh, move into. I know you featured in uh, of. Uh, very popular sitcom. You had some uh, episodes with Prison Break. Uh, and let's talk about what it took for you to land those roles or, and maybe what were some of the challenges you face now that uh, or you faced then during the times of continue to get repeated roles or just a, a acting career period. Well, being an extra, I didn't want to be a career extra. You know, a lot of there's a lot of extras out there that's just all they want to do. They just want to work extra because that's good little money to make money being extra. But I wanted to do more than just being extra, not saying nothing in film. You know what I mean? Just being pantomiming all the time, you know, or just moving around, not saying nothing. Now, when I was an extra, I was kind of hard headed. I always try to finagle my way towards the set so I could be on camera so I could be seen. You know, I used to be that type of guy. <laughs> I want to, I was trying to finagle my way on set. So, uh, not being extra hard-headed to get kicked off set, but, you know, enough to where the directors will see me and see that I'm hungry and I want to get on that camera, you know. Now, there was a time 
that I was being extra, being overly extra. And I didn't get kicked off the set, but they uh, said, look, you are, you got too many camera scenes. The director was looking, man, why, every time I'm filming, it was on a movie called Black Dog. Um, I was an extra on that. It's with uh, Meat Loaf and uh, Kurt Russell. I mean, not Kurt Russell. Was it Kurt Russell? Uh, Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze. And um, I was an extra in that, but I was in too many scenes, kept jumping in front of the cameras, and uh, the director told me, look, you got to sit down, and you got to work your time, you know, there's, 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 and when I was learning, because actually when I was doing I was learning too, learning the set etiquette, seeing what, you know, the director's doing, because I said, I want to do more than just, just be this extra, I want to probably direct one day, I want to I write one day. You know, I want to learn every nuance of, of the set. So that's why I used to sneak on set and try to, before anybody say anything, and if they see me, they'll run me back to extras holding. So I'm not saying that's what y'all are supposed to do, <laughs> but, you know, you just have to do it with tact, you know. So. And let's talk about your uh, movie where you are, you know, you got the star role in your documentary, When the Bell Ring. Um, when the bell rings, to uh, before I get to that one, to, to finish up with the uh, prison prison break thing, uh, I was uh, in Chicago, and I just finished working in New Orleans as an extra, and I wanted to be a I wanted to do what these guys walking around with these headsets on, right? They had these little headsets on, and I was like, "What are these guys? What are every set that I'm on? These guys walking around here with these sets and these little headset things on, or oh, these little surveillance microphones on." And they were production assistants, and I talked to one of the production assistants. He was like, "Oh yeah, you got to talk to the AD and see if you, you got some experience now." And I became a uh, a production assistant on Glory Road, which was my first production assistant role on Glory Road, and I was on there for two and a half months being the PA. And I learned a lot about being a PA on that. And once you do good as a production assistant, once you learn all the nuances, you on set, all, uh, on, you know, and you in the action, on set, doing what you got to do as a production assistant. So I done that. I liked it. They brought me on for more work, commercials, music videos, other little movies here and there. That was great. Then I had a small lull in my life. Got back in it. That's how Prison Break came. I went to try to get on as a production assistant, but they already had their staff already full, filled up. So I became an extra on that. And they featured me on Prison Break as a character of uh, Turner in episode three. And from that point, that's how p- big fan base of fr- Prison Break fan base, people know who knows Prison Break, know that scene, that episode. So people remember me from that. And then I became Trumpet's right-hand man after that. And that's how I've been in nine episodes of that. Right after prison break, I really didn't do anything much. I started doing some PA work on Dark Knight, Wanted, uh, The Express, a lot of other movies that was filmed in the Chicago Midwest area. And I was out of shape at the time, and I really wanted to get back into boxing because I missed boxing at the time. And I really wanted to act, act, but... Extra and PA work was great, but I wanted to get in front of the camera and speak my acting chops. I wanted to get some acting in, but that was a lot of uh, politics to try to get that done. So uh, I moved to L.A., and that's how Winter Bell Rings happened, me trying to get back into boxing and 
uh, one thing led to another, and I finally met a director on um on the set of uh one of the Spirit Awards named Brad Boris, and told him about my life story, and he said he wanted to film, and that's how when the bear rings happened. Okay, okay, and uh, I actually watched uh, when the bell rings, and I recommend it. Um, so after when the bell rings, um. I don't want to spoil the story, but <laughs> yeah, after when the bell rings, what happened from when the bell rings to, I guess, um, were there any challenges or or things during that time? I thought, really, for real, for real, I didn't know. I was, I, I, my mind wasn't. I'm gonna go get rich off this documentary. I, I <laughs> never, never thought that. But the thing was, I said I want the world to see. You can get in shape because I was out of shape. I was I was a big guy, out of shape, and let myself go. And I, I want to see, let the world see me get back in shape. Me get back and close some chapters I left open in my past. Not to give too much away about the documentary, but get back into my children's life, and just really just show the world that don't give up on your dreams. If you have a dream for something, just do it. Push push to it and do it, and um and don't let the you know the naysayers say you can't can't do something that you that you really want to do. So that's that was the whole moral of that documentary. But after we filmed the documentary, I was uh, I can't. It was like I had cameras around me every day, seven days a week, twelve hours a day for seven days a week for almost a year and a half. So when that stopped, no more cameras. <laughs> you know, no more. You know, being catered to. No more. Nothing. It was just like, wow, I'm just a regular person again, you know. And I really want to take boxing serious, but by me at that time being 40 years old and turning pro, not to give too much away still, but you know, I I was it was it was it was tough. Then I was going through some things in life, and trying to get custody of my son and and. Trying to get in my other son's life, trying to rebuild with my daughters, it was just, it was tough. I was going through a lot of trial and error. Then I'm missing film, and I want to do film again. I thought Winter Bell Rings would open doors for that, and it didn't. You know, then a harsh reality kicked in. I got to really grind and hustle for this. I got really, I really got to. I'm not gonna give up. So I had I went back to my old casting agencies and tried to see if they can get me back in and. You know they're they're on a, a slow because COVID now started happening and you know it, it was just it was a lot of it was just a lot going on during that time. Yep, it was it was a lot and um, but with resilience, with determination, um, and this was before COVID. Now with this this point right here, I was just going through a lot of different little trials and errors, and um, I finally landed an agent. I I saw. A, uh, excuse me, I'm going. I'm trying to think it so fast right now. I got it's a lot. It's a lot, a lot of process. But, but there was a. I saw a movie was coming out, and I said, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna get on this. I wanna get on this movie, and I wanna act in it. I kept saying, I'm gonna act in this movie. I'm not gonna be an extra. I wanna act. So, um, I saw the audition. I did a videotape, sent it in. Waited for the response. Got the response back from the director himself. I was like, wow, I got a response. They said, we liked it, but we want you to do it again. 
without the accent because I had a country accent and they didn't like the country accent. So I was like, okay, cool. So I did the audition again with my regular voice, sent it in. They were still blown away by it. And I was like, okay, cool. And then my agent said, you got it. You got the part. Did the role. It was outstanding on same kind of different as me. I played a character named Mr. And that was my very first speaking role in the mo motion picture. It's a faith-based movie. You can find it on probably Pure Flicks or something like that. And uh, and I thought that was going to open doors for me, too. It did not. You know, <laughs> it did not. It did okay. I was still getting small stuff here and there. But my auditioning skills wasn't, like, live audition. My videotaping skills were great. But live audition skills were boo-boo. So I had to get my live auditioning skills right. So I had to go to an acting coach to help me with that because I was missing a lot of auditions in the past for not knowing how to audition. And now what I know now, I want to help people down the line. But, you know. Yeah, let's let, let's move forward to now and what you're looking to do now. You know, uh, you talked about being in the movies. You talked about being a world champion. Um, so now what are some of the dreams and aspirations? Are you looking to get back in the film or are you looking to help others get in the film? Or tell us a little about that. Yeah, I would, I would love to help people go, th go through the little obstacles and get them and help them along the way to get in the film because it, it's a, it's a grind. So what I'm doing now, I am a boxing coach. That's one of my dreams is become a, uh, award-winning or Hall of Fame boxing coach because I had a great coach. I had two great coaches in my past, and, you know, I want to just continue to be pulled from their tutelage, you know, and, and do and train these guys. So I train over at Beat the Streets Boxing Gym uh, here in Albany, Georgia, and that's one of my goals. Film would never go away. I'm a screenwriter. I love writing, and I want to help actors along the way to get over their obstacles or their fear or, or give them the know how to get themselves started so they won't have to go through some of the hurdles or roadblocks that I've gotten when I was in the past. Okay, great stuff. Um, and so we decided, me and Dino, after meeting Dino, sitting down talking with him, seeing his skill set, one of the things we've done together already is created a short film around side hustle university so um and what we want to do is well what dino wants to do is help other people who are aspiring actors or actresses learn the things that's needed to get in the industry and kind of give you a i like to say a cheat code when you're talking with um someone who has over 25 years of experience surely he could tell you something that will keep you from having to walk, travel down the same roads he did. Um, so one thing we wanted to do was put on an acting workshop where Dino kind of comes in and kind of share with you the ins and outs. Also, for being a part of it or participating in this workshop, we're going to create, well, he's going to create, all right, a short film. And, look, and, and, and you got to think about this now. I know y'all, a lot of y'all probably familiar with Country Wayne, so it ain't all Hollywood. A lot of these things can be done simply with social media, and the sky can be the limit. So he's working on creating uh, short films and things of that nature that can be used 
in this type of framework that creates opportunity uh, to get paid from content. And all of this is going to be a breakout session from the from and during the acting workshop. So it gives you an opportunity to not only learn from Dino, but also to participate in a short film. And another thing I was thinking about, too, is um, even in the Albany and surrounding areas, if you have people that's makeup artists, um, you know, wardrobe, stylists, uh, set de set designers, aspiring producers, aspiring uh, PAs or production assistants, so anybody that has uh, any kind of knowledge or wanting to be a part of film should come to this acting workshop because it's not just for acting, it's helping you uh, learn the nuances of film, period. And if you want to be a part of this short film that we want to shoot, and if you are an aspiring hairdresser or set, set designer or you know, this is the opportunity to come on and be a part of this and we can really grow this thing and, and make this thing uh, turn our vision because this is your vision too and turn this vision into a reality. And um, I, I just know that you got to start somewhere and people got to have, people have dreams and don't know. And Atlanta is just three hours away and that's, and it's like Hollywood South, you know, it's right now saturated right now with, you know, Tyler Perry then blew it wide open out there in Atlanta. So we want to make Albany the next movie mecca. Okay, know? okay. And let me ask, uh, what about if someone got an idea or maybe got some scripts or, or got an idea for a short film, movie, et cetera? Should they come to the workshop or should they reach out to you? And could you help them in that situation? Yes, most definitely. Um, we can sit down and talk talk about it if they have a story idea or if they're an aspiring writer or because if you're an aspiring writer we need a team of writers too you know we need the team of writers to write content and as you're saying the youtube content is this the way today you know the social the streaming content we're making you know with they have the streaming platforms like hulu and netflix and tubi and stuff like that people making money off that yeah, and we know what the Tubi movies are <laughs> like. So. We talk about them all the time, though. Yeah, and uh, so let me ask you this. If somebody wanted to follow you, potentially connect with you, what would be the best way for them to contact you? I have a link tree. Um, you can go to my link tree and just put Dino Wells in the link tree. Oh, I think it's Dino underscore Wells. Or you can go to my Instagram. It's Dino underscore Wells. Box Bang Move which is my boxing content, which is um, for the my box bang move boxing content, or just Google me. All my social media platforms there, formerly on Twitter, which is now X. You'll see me on there, Dino Wells. So yeah, I'm all over the, I'm all over the internet. You can find me. It's not, I'm not hard to find. I'm an open book. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So uh, final thoughts. I always like to say, you know, you got somebody out there who's, we call it uh, the jumping out the porch. I like to say I jumped out the porch early. But you got people who got ideas, you know, got thoughts. They just hadn't taken that first step. So what would you say are some of the strategies you use to go ahead and get started versus waiting around? And that waiting around thing, if you keep waiting around, you're just going to be waiting forever. Because nothing is nothing in this business. Nothing is handed to you. you got to be the go getter. You got to show that you want it. 
you have to show, you have to put the initiative in the sort of moving forward. You got to move forward because if you're just sitting there and that roadblock is right there in front of you, you're just looking at the roadblock and everybody just moving right past you and you're just standing there and looking like, man, how can I get past this? And people running past, you got to talk to somebody like, hey, hey, how do, how do I get this? If they have a chance to – some of them, is, they, they're on their own mission. Nobody's going to sit there and talk to you or try to help you. People want to keep the knowledge to themselves Some sometimes. You have a few choice people that want to help you along the way, you know, and just questions, ask questions, and and the Internet is there, but then you have to worry about the scammers. There's a bunch of scammers on there. People are trying to – and I've been scammed before. People are trying to misuse you or mislead you and make you think one thing, you know, and it's not that. So you have to do your due diligence, for real, for real. Um, because, like I said, the road to getting to where you want in the film business is, is tough, just like in the music business. I do music, too. You know, that's that's a whole nother monster, <laughs> you know. But but the, the film, you if you really want it as an actor, as a director, or PA, or uh, wardrobe, I have connections and all that. You know, I know people in, in every various facets of the film business. You know, I'm not going to say I can get you a role in the movie tomorrow. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what it is. You have to do the work. You have to really put it in, put the grind in, showing that you want to invest in yourself. Because if you don't invest in yourself, nobody's going to mess with you. There you go. There you go. So with that being said, we want to thank y'all for tuning in. I appreciate your time, Dino. Uh, and again, feel free to reach out. And be on the lookout for the link or the opportunity to participate in the acting workshop. We getting the fi- we finalizing the details, so we want to kind of shoot this to kind of give you an opportunity to know a little more about the person you'll be working with. So thanks again. That short film, seeing better days now. Oh yeah, seeing better days on the way. That's just, that's the side. That's the name of the side also. Short film. So hey, we finalizing this thing. We're gonna get it going, and once you see it, hey. Don't keep standing on the sideline. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of Side Hustlers University. Make sure to follow us on social media and like and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. See you next time. <laughs>